Yeah, if I could step in for a moment. So you made a film called Die Suddenly. I'm just curious, what were you, what was your aim with that film? What were you trying to do or create? Oh, we were trying to save as many lives as possible. I mean, uh, it's very well known, very common knowledge now that a bioweapon has been released on humanity. Uh, and that it's just been relentlessly pushed as this safe and effective vaccine. It's a complete lie, it's a total lie. And it's killed unprecedented record-smashing numbers of people. Well, these people are lied to constantly by the fake media stream that just relentlessly flows into their living rooms. And so they believe that people are presenting news and telling the truth because they've been propagandized and lied to for virtually their entire lives. So we had to counter that narrative with uh, a life-saving effort. So that's what Died Suddenly represents. So, I mean, I think we should probably just kind of break down the barriers of lies here. Um, it, you know, we're not going to talk about things like COVID-19 as a respiratory virus or an infection of some sort or some sort of a contagious thing because that's certainly untrue. It's a chimerically engineered weapon of mass destruction that was intentionally released onto the public. So all of the lab leak nonsense, like we've been saying for two years, I mean, obviously you're familiar with me, you wanted to sit down with me, you're interested in talking with me. You're asking me about unvaccinated people dying. Uh, these, these people were murdered in hospitals with poisonous remdesivir protocols by, by doctors who were giving them a toxic drug and a cocktail of sedatives. These people walked in under their own horsepower. Who was dying in the street? Nobody was dying in the street. Nobody was falling over dropping dead at home. Everybody was dying in the hospital and that's because they were given a murderous cocktail of sedatives and ventilators and remdesivir. The stuff is poisonous. It was kicked out of an Ebola trial uh, because 53% of the people that took it died. Did the BBC report on all of the remdesivir deaths, by the way? Did you, did you guys talk anything about the contrary narratives about masking or how it was killing kids and that it was completely nonsensical to even wear a mask? If the road were easy, everyone would take it. We don't shy away from challenges. We dive in. And now, live from an undisclosed location in FEMA Region 10, it's your host, Joshua Michael. Welcome, folks, to Saturday, May 6, 2023. And boy, is it not... A dull moment. There is no dull moments anymore. You get no days off from the news cycle, constantly bombarding and berating you and getting you to focus in this direction and focus in this direction and focus in this direction. But how fascinating is it? I started with this, uh, and I'm going to play some more clips of the Stu Peters interview he did with BBC, and he just absolutely annihilates them in regards to uh, what actually happened? Because again, there's still people out there thinking that this vaccine is safe and effective. There's still people out there that are calling it a vaccine and it, it's just not true anymore. And most people are aware that this whole thing is just a legitimate bioweapon. And, uh, but he really just sticks it to him on them trying to unwind out of that and kind of scapegoat through that narrative and push that to try to get him in a gotcha moment. But I'm telling you, Stu is just, he's so on fire and he's resonating. You know, he's, he's got God's hand right on his shoulder. Uh, and, and it's a really telling, you know, interview behind the curtain of what's really going on and how to counter these people uh, with the cemented firms of history that they're trying to, um, install on what happened 
what the COVID pandemic did, what its conclusions are, and how this is the new normal, right? We don't have to accept this as being the new normal. We don't have to. It's, it's simply just become non-compliant, right? And I'll tell you, you know, I'm kind of having a nostalgic moment in the sense that I'm looking back and thinking about all of these things and thinking about why I'm here and, and what my purpose is. And I'll tell you, my purpose is very simple. My purpose in doing this radio show, in doing this podcast to you, is to dive in to these hard talks, these hard conversations, to hit the barbed wire and pave a path for other people to be able to have a voice and to be able to talk about certain things. For example, when the lockdowns were happening, talking about taking off the mask, that was unheard of. That was a fringe concept here in FEMA Region 10. Nobody thought about that. Nobody talked about that. I even did a show with, uh, or an event with David Medina. If you guys don't know who David Medina is, I did an event with him and we set up the stage. That was the agreement was, I'm going to set up the stage. I'm going to make your event look like a rock star. I'll make all your people, I'll give them a nice voice. You know, I have huge staging equipment and all of this stuff. And I was like, okay, in exchange, I want to talk for five minutes. Right. And this was the first event that we did. This was like in April of 2020 or something like that, right after they did the lockdowns. And so we did this big event. And throughout the course of the event, it was going really smooth. You know, I brought all of my equipment. I had that hundred, probably $100,000 worth of stuff. Easy, huge, giant. It was, if you guys were there, it was fascinating. And then it goes to, uh, to my turn to speak. And I, and I just wanted five minutes and I wanted to say something very simple. They're going to, they're going to continue on this mask. It's going to turn into a a, a pacifier for all of you guys. They're going to start masking the children at school and you guys have to start rejecting it. That was the basis of my argument. And David being the sly little slum, slum by that he is, he's like, uh, He's like, oh, no, 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 it's too busy. We're behind schedule, so you can't speak. And I go, well, wait a minute. You know, that was our agreement is I was going to, I get to speak for five minutes on stage. Okay, but you get 30 seconds, just go really fast. And I was like, okay, well, that's some BS. Uh, it, not very honorable there, David Medina, right? So anyways, I went up there, I did it. I, you know, licked my wounds and, and that's what it was because, I, you know, I just, I didn't want to create a riff at that point right? Well, fast forward, you know, maybe a year later, uh, he was the manager for a very short period uh, of a gal running for governor. I think it was Anna Kasichev or something like that. But anyways, we did an event. I set up the stage again. It was for a different group. I set up the stage and they didn't have a skirt for the stage. So I put up my skirt uh, on the bottom of the stage, not a real skirt, but a skirt for the stage because it's like 40 inches tall. Right. So you don't want to see underneath it. And it says, in God, we trust in giant letters. Well, on each side, it said had the American Patriot Society on the left side and on the right side, just a little symbol there. Well, in some circles, in the Republican circles, that's considered a hate group, even though it was infiltrated and a bunch of nonsense behind the scenes behind that. We'll go on that to another day. And so David, who was representative said, oh, she got sick or, oh, she's too busy and she's not going to be able to make it now. But she suddenly couldn't make it 
the minute I put that up and then they saw, right? Because they don't want to be affiliated. And there's a lot of that kind of stuff going on. And, and again, my goal in this entire process and everything is to speak the truth to you guys. I think the public, one, here's, here's where the Republicans, especially in Oregon, here's where the Republicans get it wrong. They think that you guys are stupid and you can't handle the truth, right? They think that they need to toe this party line and obfuscate around the truth, but they never want to hit anything head on because they're scared of the political uh, backlash that might come from it or you know, some of the flack that might come from it. But the problem is, this is why you Republicans keep losing, because you're not giving what the public want. The public's awake. The public's aware. They know and want to hear these truths. They want a leader or a statesman or somebody to represent them as a class, because that class is no longer a fringe conspiracy theorist tinfoil hat group. It's now the general public, it's soccer moms, it's coaches, it's teachers, it's leaders, it's lawyers, it's all different types of people now start to see what's going on. I have some of the most radical, like, line-toting people that just, they never deviated off of the plan. They are now being like, oh my gosh, like, for example, yesterday... Uh, one of, uh, a friend of mine, right? He's, he's a, he's a lefty. He's, uh, you know, he's a liberal. I would say like a traditional liberal, right? He still shoots guns and stuff like that, which is unheard of in today's modern liberal. But he's like, oh my gosh, I saw RFK's speech, an interview that he did about COVID-19 talking about the protocols and everything else. And he's like, that is exactly what happened. Exactly. And he's like, we don't have any leaders talking like that. He's the only one. He said, out of all the news that I've seen for three years, he is the only person, and this is how isolated he is, right? Because he doesn't go on to like rumble and alternative things and now Twitter and stuff like that. But he's like, he's the only guy that I've ever seen on TV that has talked in crystal clear detail about what is actually going on and what actually happened. So think about that, folks. And that's what the public wants. That's the reason we have these angry people going to the school boards. That's the reason we have this massive awakening that's happening, which is then being countered by an overabundance of information, right? Our mind only has a certain amount of threshold of information that we can entail, and we're being bombarded, whether it's World War III, whether it's a new pandemic, whether it's uh, economic shortage, whether it's you know, whatever it may be that is overwhelming your life and understand one, it's a full moon as of yesterday. Not only that, it's meant to distort what's going on and not allow you to focus on some of these things. And I just think that rerouting that and refocusing on what we need to talk about, I got a lot to talk about today because there's a lot going on. There's a lot that happened this week. Some interesting things that I can only bring the truth to you. And I can only, in my own conviction, to sleep at night, have to tell you exactly what's going on and exactly what happened. 
because it's it's fascinating. It's a fascinating story, and I think you as the public deserve to know what that means, right? On a national level, you got Stu Peters doing the same thing to these BBC reporters in them reporting and trying to discredit his film, which has saved tens of thousands, probably hundreds of thousands, if not millions of lives. And that's diedsuddenly.info. Diedsuddenly.info. If you have not seen it, I guarantee you, you're going to want to see it. You're going to want to see it because it crystallizes. Again, it's one of those moments in time that crystallizes what happened, what is happening, and the whole premise about it. I guess he's coming out with another film um, that's just going to be powerful, right? But bravo to Stu Peters, and I'm going to play a lot of clips of his interview on the next segment. Uh, I'm going to put through and play some clips because I think you guys need to hear it. More importantly, because I know that you guys can handle to hear it. And I'm not going to sugarcoat things. I'm not going to play games, kind of like the uh, the Republicans are doing right now. Now, kudos to them for walking out and blocking 2002. But for the reasons that they're doing it and the reasons that they're saying that they're doing it, I don't know if that's a slant on the media stating that it's, uh, a, a verbiage issue with the bill, but why aren't the Republicans just like, "Hey, this is gen genital mutilation of kids, and we're not going to put up with it. We're not going to pass this nonsense to allow our ten-year-old to get mutilated." Why don't the Republicans talk like that? Because I know all the parents are talking like that. I know all the parents are seeing it, and some people aren't seeing it, and some people don't know what this bill even is. And they're just going off in the wind, watching Netflix. Oh, I gotta go to my kid's soccer game. Or, oh, I'm so tired. My schedule is full, and I'm too busy. And that's foreshadowing into some things I'm gonna talk about. Too busy. We're just all too busy. Not that I don't want to be somewhere else right now and do this, but again, I love what I do. I'm glad to be here. I devote my time and I devote my life to be here. This is part of the great game. This is part of the system. This is part of being an active, engaged member is my sacrifice that I do to produce this show for you guys. It's my selfish contribution to society so we can get the truth out so we can move on, so we can band together, so you can get educated and work within your circles and start engaging with your communities and your local people, right? You're listening to Joshua Michael, Noncompliant America. Thank you very much for listening. We'll be right back. Welcome back, folks. Short segment. Joshua Michael, Noncompliant America. Welcome. Broadcasting from an undisclosed location in FEMA Region 10. So, we're talking about the Stu Peters interview on BBC. Uh, I think it's a peek behind the curtain of what's coming uh, with the death of the old media and the resurrection and uh, awakening of the new media, right? Fox News has completely obliterated. There's a meme going around 
and it shows Bud Light, you know, sales dropping 24% uh, in a week after uh, the Dylan Mulvaney thing. Uh, just completely tanked, and now you can see videos all over online of everybody rejecting Bud Light because, you know what, we don't go woke, go broke. That's just, that's just what it is. So uh, there's a meme going around. It's funny. It, it, it says, uh, Bud Light, oh, Bud Light, 24% and drop sales. And then there's a picture of Fox, 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 and it says, Fox, hold my beer, says, to, says Fox to Bud Light, right? Because they're at 54% in viewership. And it's really telling. Uh, people, again, back to my point, people don't want to be lied to anymore. People don't need things sugar-coated. There's some hard truths that we have to endure and go through. And we have to understand that that's just what we need to do. As a society, we all need to get on the same page and filter through a lot of this garbage that they've been peddling to us and just take it head on. It is what it is. It might be scary. It might seem, out, seem outrageous. Like there's some hard things that you have to come to terms with, such as the, the real pedophile network that is amongst us and the underground tunnels and the hundreds of thousands of kids that are just missing in these sex slave networks in the United States that nobody's talking about. And it's all coming up from the Mexico border because that's wide open. And there's kids just getting shuttled around everywhere. That's a hard thing to think about, especially because you don't see it. You look around, you don't see it. Now, why don't we see it? And why don't we execute pedophiles just immediately? Why is that not a thing? Why don't we do that? Don't you think as a good society, we should? If you're willing to kill a seven-month-old seven baby in the womb, then why shouldn't we be killing people that harm babies? Right? Obviously, with the trial and everything else, you'd want to, you know, if they're tried and convicted, boom, execution. That's just what it is. Don't mess with our kids. And that's really the message. That's the resonating message, I think, that everybody wants. And it's a hard truth. It's the disgusting thing to talk about, right? We don't want to take human lives, right? But if they're out there destroying the innocence, which I think is the number one currency in the world, the most valuable currency over time, over money, over energy, drugs, whatever, is innocence. And that's what's under attack right now, if you think about it. Dissect everything happening in every way that you're being bombarded in your life. They're trying to desensitize you and destroy your innocence in every way. And it's sad, and we need to protect our children, and we need to protect their futures, because it's not about us anymore. It's not about us. We had our chance, we lived our lives, and now it's time to commit fully, 100%, to devote to our children's future. And if you don't have children, I highly recommend you go do and make children with somebody good. Obviously, get married, do the whole thing, um, and, and, and be a good parent, right? And be present. One of the most rewarding things in the world is being present and watching your children grow. That's the best thing. Everybody should do it. Everybody. Leftists, righties, everybody. It's, it's the, one of the most beautiful things in the world. 
right? So back to the Stu Peters interview. I'm going to play a short little clip, uh, and then I want to talk about it. But more importantly, I just want you to hear the interaction because old media is dead. BBC is dead. Fox News is dead. And isn't it really telling how Sean Hannity doesn't mention anything about Tucker Carlson? He's not defending him. That's because Sean Hannity is not who you think he is. Right? Who do you think created all the problems for the Trump cabinet? It was Sean Hannity suggesting because Trump looked up to him. He suggested all those, all those bad actors throughout the cabinet uh, spiking Trump's agenda at every moment and every waking moment. That was all Sean Hannity's people. So this wormhole goes really, really deep. And I'm going to talk about it on the next segment. But even gets down to a local level is how embedded these people are and become. Listen to Stu Peters cut through the lies of the BS that they're trying to shovel down his throat. The very small number of people who have- so then you acknowledge that people are dying from the weapon. Well, let's please stop calling it a vaccine, okay? It's not that. You know that, I know that. Let's stop calling it that, okay? I'm not going to apologize for releasing a film that has saved millions of lives. As a matter of fact, we're doubling down. We're about ready to release another one. Um, and I'm sure that that's scaring the hell out of people like you. And that's why we're here today, because it's your job to try to discredit the, the, the machine behind the exposure. You're being exposed. All of you are being exposed for the lies that you're telling, and you can't handle it. It's, it's got to be, I mean, it's, it's got to be incredibly painstaking, nerve-wracking, I would imagine. I mean, how do, you, how do you help people to die and then sleep at night? I think, um, I mean, you can acknowledge that those were put in the film in error. Is that what I'm hearing? No, you're not hearing that at all. Okay. What I said was we released a film that changed the world and saved millions of lives. Yeah. And what I'm hearing is that you're here to discredit that film. No, no, no. So, like, you're here to discredit me and to discredit that film. You know, so who's you know paying you? you? I mean, who sent you to do that? Various, like, fact checkers and debunkers. I'm sure that you've read these things. And so, do you, you know, are you, are you, are fact you, checkers. are you disputing those or are you saying that the, there's a greater good here? That of course there's a greater good. Yeah. Yes. So the truth doesn't matter. It's just that... Those are your words. No, the truth doesn't matter for you. You report lies every day and help people to die. You called these weapons safe and effective vaccines. You told people to go and get them. You're still telling people to go and get them. They're killing people. The truth matters to me, not to you. We'll be right back, folks. And continue to be silent. Your voice will set us free. Broadcasting live, it's Joshua Michael. It's that daily routine, but y'all knew that. Step up in the Third segment, folks. Man, this hour is just scooting by. I mean that new rap. Super fast. It don't matter what you're doing, cause we do laugh. You ain't got into the news yet. Just kidding, we have. We've been talking about a lot of different things. <clears throat> Most importantly, there's only so much that I can convey to you. I mean, I can get facts. We can go down these rabbit holes of all these news cycles of, you know, what the trends are in the economy 
And it is important. It is very important. It's very relevant. It's nice to be informed. But I don't want to talk about the king. I don't give a damn about the king. We're in America. We left the king. We dissented from the king and the British royalty. We don't care. Okay? We're Americans. And we need to not forget that. Who cares what's going on around the rest of the world? We are not the... Uh, dictators of the world, and we have our own problems going on here, such as homelessness is exploding. No thanks to Miss Kotek giving a $1,000 check to everybody. And you can uh, defecate all over the, the, the porch, the sidewalks, sleep wherever you want. No big deal. Come to Oregon. We don't have any rules and laws at all, unless you're a patriot. Unless you're an American citizen, unless you want to stand up for your rights, oh, yeah, then we're going to throw the book at you, and you ain't never going to see the light of day. Some of the January 6th prisoners just got 20 years in prison, sentenced, uh, for being at the Capitol on January 6th. Uh, so Washington, D.C. is just completely corrupt. And, uh, and they've shown that now. I mean, just unbelievable. For a trespassing charge, you're going to get 20 years. So they're trying to set a precedent. They're trying to scare everybody. Just unheard of. It's crazy. Isn't this crazy? Isn't it a crazy world that we live in? Right? Where you turn on the TV and they lie to you. They are lying to you actively. Lying to you. And you're like, dude, that's not what's going on. That's not what I see. It's kind of like when all the, all the hospitals were like, oh, man, we're full. And then people would show uh, video online of the hospitals like the next day or that day. And they're like, uh, yeah, there's nobody here. And they're like, oh, that was, that was all actors. That was just actors. That was news. We were just reporting the news and, and we were acting. It wasn't really full, but that doesn't matter. Shut up, bigot. So that's what we're up against. But people, people aren't going for it anymore. If you still are paying for cable TV with Xfinity or somebody of that sort, cut the cable now and get off that nonsense and get online. Get online. Go on Twitter right now. It's awesome. Twitter is so cool right now. It's open. It's free. Uh, you know, you can pay eight bucks if you want, but just troll around on there. And it's interesting because it's just unfiltered content, just like how it used to be. Now, they're still censoring a little bit. They still haven't brought Alex Jones back on there because he's too controversial, right? Trump won't go back on there, even though uh, Elon gave him the, uh, the green light and said, hey, I'll give you your profile back, which is fine. But still, it's still way more fun. Rumble, way more fun than YouTube. Way cooler, way better. If you're not on Rumble yet, go ahead and get on Rumble because Rumble is awesome. YouTube? No. I was reading an article the other day about uh, Glenn Beck, who's come a long way, right? Now, keep in mind, he's the guy that uh, put his face in Cheetos when he was a big anti-Trumper. Now, suddenly, he's on Trump's team, which is fine. I get it. You know, we'll open the door. You can come around. You know, I'm not saying that I'm on Trump's team 100%. I have a lot of problems with Trump, um, and I'm skeptical about his run in 24. It, it concerns me. Because 
there's just a lot of things. And I don't need to go on a list on, on that right now, right? Now, is there anybody better at this point? I don't know. I'm really liking Robert F. Kennedy, though. And the things that he's saying, he is cutting to the core, which is what we want. We want raw, unedited content. We don't need to, our handheld. We don't need a pacifier. We want leadership. And we want to be able to call a squirrel a squirrel. We don't want to have to read between the tea leaves of what's really happening and or be fed lies and BS to where we don't know what's happening and we're looking way in the wrong direction because we're being misinformed by our leaders. And that's all that's going on right now. And with the AI coming out, it's going to be 10 times worse to be able to decipher who's who, what's going on. Let me give you an example. If you haven't seen the deep fake videos online, I highly suggest you get online right now and you look for a deep fake video. There's tons of them out there. And what a deep fake video is, is uh, actual simulation of a person pretending to speak, talk, act, view, looks just like them in video, and they're talking to you, but it's actually a robot or somebody that somebody programmed in. They typed in what they wanted it to say. Now, you can look online. There's like uh, this guy, they did this thing with a Drake song. So they're doing this with music too, right? So AI is creating music in the form of Drake. So they want it to sound like Drake. And they make a song that sounds just like Drake did it and Drake made it, but it was all AI. So we're getting in this diluted state to where we can't decipher between who's real, who's not, what's real, what's not, uh, what's fake, what's provoking, right? And when and 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 think about this, folks. If we get on, if we get on, uh, on on media in whatever way, we know that the mainstream, lamestream media is completely discredited. But anywhere we go on, anywhere we see a video, we have to be able to investigate it. We have to be able to do our own research, because in today's world, that video could be fake. They could put a video of the of White House getting blown up. And everybody be like, oh my gosh, the White House just got blown up. And then all of a sudden you hear air raid sirens. And they're just essentially running a drill, but you're not there. You can't see it. Do they have the technology to be able to capture that image and create that? Well, if it goes on the BBC and they start saying, well, the World Trade Center just blew up or Building 7 collapsed or the White House just got blown up by Russia, hide in your homes. All of a sudden, the police come out. And then everybody's like, ooh, boom, lockdown. That's how fast it can go. But here's the thing. That could potentially not be the case. They could be hoaxing everybody because they'll seize all the media. And they'll create the narrative to move the public into that certain direction. And that's what COVID was about. Now, I know I'm getting off on a tangent, but I'm just trying to explain my things going on in all of in 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 my mind that that all of you guys should be aware of of where technology is and where ai is let me give you another example ibm is set to lay off 8000 people and to be replaced by the ai's technology it's getting really scary folks one of the google representatives somebody that works at google headquarters just committed suicide a couple days ago they jumped off a 14 story building there's lots going on, folks. Lots going on. And this AI thing is, 
it's 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 terrifying. There's screenwriters now that are saying that they they can write full screen screen like movies are being written. The creative element of what makes us human that line is getting blurred, and we're adopting it. We're allowing it to happen. Where's the legislation blocking this? Not allowing AI infrastructure. And what do we do to stop it? How do we stop it? It's become so sophisticated. We've become so embedded into our digital system and our digital spaces and our digital gulags that we've created for ourselves in, our, in the name of safety, in the name of being informed, in the name of all of these things. There is a downside. There is a downside to technology. They feel the leaders of this world, not my leaders, but the Bilderberger groups, the, Dash, the Peter Daszaks, Klaus Schwab's, Bill Gates, they think they've advanced so far and the advancement of technology is going so fast with the release of the bioweapon nanotechnology that's in most people now. They're finding it even in the unvaccinated. That's a whole nother story. That's a whole nother segment. That's a whole nother show. The unvaccinated are now having the same signs and same blood that they're finding in the vaccinated. And what have I been warning about for so long? So long is the vaccine transmission and shedding. It's a technology that's been around for a long time. They do it in rabbit populations. The CDC has a study on how they spread vaccines to rabbit populations. They only have to get to 20%. And these things spread like wildfire. Yet they have these unregistered technologies in these shots that they're administering to people. And nobody even knows what's in them. They didn't even tell anybody what's in them. That is insane. In the name of your safety and security, inject this thing. And, and yeah, it might kill you. Yeah, it might give you heart attacks. Yeah, it might give you seizures. Yeah, we don't even know what's in it. Well, can I see the insert? Yeah, you can look at it. It says intentionally blank. Can you imagine a world that we're living in? It's unbelievable. So the most important thing, get right with God. I suggest if you have been going down a bad path or you feel that you're going down a bad path, get on your knees and pray to God. Ask for God's guidance. He will guide you. He will help you. This is a biblical moment that we are in. In the breakdown of civilization, as it further collapses, as our border gets overrun, as the economy goes down, all of these things, God will guide us and God will help us. And as scary as it sounds, that's all we got. We'll be right back. Uh, me and my buddy, we make it all of this money. Yeah, I know it's rude to be bragging. They never catching us lagging. Me and my buddy, we working hard for this money. I talked to God about you. He said he sent you an angel. And look at all that he gave you. Yes, for one, and you got to. Mm-hmm. You know I never left you. Every road that leads to heaven Broadcasting right live, you. it's Joshua so Michael. Say, Hello, my only one. Just like the morning sun, you keep on rising till the sun. You know, every day we do. 
when we're encountered with challenges, we're encountered with our spiritual journey. And, uh, and, and mine is at a blazing moment on how far I've grown as a person and as a human and how we've evolved and how I've evolved in my journey with God and my journey on this planet. What, uh, what staple do I want to leave? What, what's my legacy? And I, I, I will say that where everything's pointing to, and, and, it, and it's very deep-rooted inside of me that I, I, I've always been this way, and sometimes I fight it, and I've gone years with fighting against what my destiny is to where now I'm back realigned with it. And I feel more fulfilled than I ever have in my life talking to you guys and doing this show. And I'm more fulfilled than I've ever been in my entire life because I'm doing my path. I'm doing the path that God has been whispering in my ear for years. Josh, you need to go do this. You need to go do this. Don't let them get away with that. Don't do that. Just speak the truth. Let me speak through you. And so I've struggled with it a lot. And that, and that is my struggle because it's scary. It's scary to be on a path and a journey by yourself, you know, and that's why the relationship with God is so important because just because you're doing things that nobody else does, especially around here, just because you're doing that and that's my path that I choose, it's my path that I've been chosen to do, does not mean that it's the wrong path, does not mean that it's a bad path. It just means it's my path and it's between me and God for us to do this path together. And some of you guys might not understand it. You might not recognize it. You might not, you know, and that's okay. That's okay because you guys have your own path as well. But it is so important that, uh, you know, I'm able to do some investigations. I'm able to look into uh, the, the, the world and experience the world and be able to convey to you to help you hopefully understand it better. And to possibly give you some security in knowing that there's other people out there that think about the things that you're thinking about now and realizing that that's where I'm at as well. And or that's where I've explored as well. And so just understand, I am here with you. I'm always going to be here for as long as I breathe on this planet. And so thank you guys again. I want to personally thank you for listening and thanking, thanking you for the opportunity to be able to convey these messages to you. Now, what am I going to get about, get into and talk about? I need to talk about something that's on my heart. It's weighing on my mind. I don't want to give it a lot of attention, but it's important for you guys to know and understand what is happening in these school board races and what's happening behind the scenes. So I'll give you a little backstory. I went to political coffee uh, with Jeff uh, last Monday, and I had the, uh, the honor to meet uh, Cassidy Trout for school board and Chrissy Hudson. Great, great people, great spirit. They were just awesome. They resonated with me. It's like, yes, finally. And if you guys have listening to, been listening to my show, you're like, okay, these guys, we need to get school board, school board, school boards. I've been pushing, 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 pushing. Finally found some good representatives. Chrissy Hudson. I know Satya's tied in with there and Cassidy Trout. 
So I met them. I talked to them. I talked to them for like 45 minutes, excuse me, for quite some time. We were talking and I'm like, hey, I run Non-Compliant America. It's a radio show. It's on 104.3. I'd really like to have you guys come out and uh, be on my show. This show today was supposed to be with these two girls, these two gals, uh, Cassidy Trout and Chrissy Hudson. It was supposed to be today. In fact, we scheduled it. So uh, Cassidy got her schedule out with her phone and she's like, okay, how about 1 p.m. You know, on Thursday? Because we were going to pre-record it, right? Just so for scheduling stuff. I said, okay, sounds great. You know, gave her the address, told her where the studio was and we were going to meet up. Well, then I get this email from this David Collada guy. I don't even know who David Collada is, right? I, I get this weird email and it basically says, uh, hey, my name's David. Um, I am the uh, manager for Cassidy and Chrissy. And unfortunately, um, let me see if I can read the, the message for you. Okay. And unfortunately, um, you know, we, her schedule is just too packed right now for the rest of the campaign, which is we're in the final days. She's open to do, to do an interview after the election, if you want to, our apologies. And this is David Collada. And I'm like, uh, okay, we got a couple weeks. I mean, we got at least 10 days till the election. This was like during the week. And I'm like, why on earth or how on earth is somebody so busy? And now keep in mind, you're just running for school board, right? You're not running for Congress. You're not running for governor. You're not running for president. You're not traveling all over the country. You're not all this craziness. They probably live 15 minutes from the studio, maybe 20 minutes, right? And it's not an hour. It's not a long all day thing. They could pop in. We could do a couple segments. We could even do one segment because I wanted to showcase these individuals because I believe in them. So this guy totally spiked an interview to come on the show. Now, why would he do that? Here's the better question. Why would somebody refuse to have the publicity, the free publicity to go on the air and show to their demographic, the Salem Kaiser area is our demographic, is it not? Is that not where you're listening to the show? Some of you are listening on a podcast. Some of you are listening over the air. So what a great opportunity to get free radio advertisement. So this guy, this David guy completely spiked those interviews and totally blew it off to whereas both Chrissy and Cassidy said the same thing. They're just too busy. They're just too busy. So that begs the better question, right? And now I had some people kind of write, write him and be like, dude, why aren't you letting them do free over the air radio time? Like, that's what it's about, isn't it? Don't you guys want to win? Don't you want to win? Isn't that the point of running for office is so you win? And wouldn't you want maximum exposure on getting on an open, in-depth discussion about what her policies are, what her futures are, what motivates her, all the details that you want to know and push out to the public so they see it and they hear it and they resonate. And then what do they do? They vote. Because guess what's happening right now? All the voter pamphlets are on the tables right now. So wouldn't it be a good time for me to introduce some of these candidates to you? Then this David guy spikes it. But it's very strange, and it, and it gets into a deeper picture. So I did some more digging on this guy. This guy is with the Inisar Strategies or something like that, and I replied to him, and I basically said, 
Dude, uh, if your job is to have good strategy, you should probably get a different job because your strategy, unless your strategy is to lose, I don't know anybody that would want to spike free press at the key moment during somebody's campaign. Very, very, very strange. And so it, be, it begs the better question, did some digging. Who's he tied with? He's tied with the handlers of the dysfunctional elements of the Republican Party on why things never get done. We're seeing kind of behind the curtain on why things don't happen. We look at these candidates, we're like, we love these guys, but these predatory, predatory class and these, this manager class are handling these people and either scaring them, oh, you can't go on his show, you can't do this, you can't do that. They're scaring them into doing things that would make them successful. All in the name of, I think, just feeding their piggy bank. But we're running out of time. Thank you guys very much for listening. Joshua Michael, Noncompliant America. We'll see you next week.